Netflix stock price is down over 20% after reporting earnings. Uh, due to numerous reasons, first, we're going to see a decline in subscribers this quarter. Guidance does not look any better. And the company does share a lot of insight in their shareholders. But unfortunately, I want to say there is one change in the shareholder letter that rubs me the wrong way. And I'm going to take a quick look at all these topics in today's episode. If this is your first time here, make sure to hit the thumbs up. Make sure to hit the subscribe button. Check out the pinned comment for free Discord, free newsletter, and a lot of great investing links so let's get started so we can see netflix after hours is sitting at 265 dollars is down about 24 percent as i am recording this episode if we take a quick look at that 260 dollars price point those are prices last seen in december of 2018 so unfortunately it's definitely a scary time for netflix investors so like i mentioned in the introduction there was something that netflix did to their shareholder letters that rubbed me the wrong way and this is not i want to say any financial changes but it's the way they proceed set their information so netflix if you have been following netflix for a long time you would know that in every single shareholder letter they share two important graphs first is this one the global paid net ads by quarter the second one is this one weekly global paid net ads year to date if we take a quick look at today's shareholder letter those graphs are nowhere to be seen and this is uh, this to me it, it kind of rubs me the wrong way right it seems like they're trying to hide the negativity that's happening in the business obviously as a shareholder letter you want to kind of mention all the bullish sense so obviously you don't want to share that but at the same time i do believe transparency is very very important in investing in a company i do want to say i'm not an investor of netflix before we go any further but it's one that i do follow pretty closely it's one that i take a quick look at every quarter for their earnings it's just something that really in interests me uh so i like to see how they're progressing over time all right so now let's take a quick look at the shareholder letter i kind of highlighted all the important points so hopefully a lot of great information shared and can save uh you some time from reading it but first i want to say the first sentence of the shareholder letter is not something any investor wants to read so they say fellow shareholders our revenue growth has slowed considerably as our results and forecasts below show so obviously if you're reading that as the first sentence you know right off the bat this is not going to be a huge quarter so if we take a quick look their global streaming paid net additions was actually down 200,000 this is they lost 200 subscribers this quarter this is the first time in decades that this company has actually lost subscribers instead of gaining and the second thing that they mention is for quarter two they expect two million subscribers lost and they mention a lot of things are happening first they mention uh sharing accounts and, and this is something that they're going to probably start fixing in the long term of things how they're saying that a lot of people are sharing accounts and this is kind of delaying or slowing down their growth i want to thank the motley fool for sponsoring this video and keep listening for this great offer we have for the community the motley fool is a company that provides investing insight and stock recommendations for investors of all skill sets and risk levels you all know how much i love researching new stocks and trying to find the next best investments so i'm proud to partner with the motley fool to bring you a discount for one of my favorite services the fool offers the motley fool stock advisor go to fool.com jose to sign up and get access to a ton of expert stock picks 
Every month you'll get two new picks that are aimed at growing your wealth and to help you realize your financial goals. Stock Advisor has been a market beating service. So what are you waiting for? Thanks again for the Motley Fool. Now on to today's points. The second thing is competition. They do mention competition is creating some form of headwinds. And I do want to say this is another shift in management right now. Historically, if you looked at previous earnings call, they have always acknowledged competition, but they have never really worried about it, in, in my opinion. But now it seems like they're putting a lot of blame obviously so on competition and this is something that they were kind of telling investors that hey this is not something we're worried about if we take a quick look though at year-over-year revenue growth they did grow their revenue 9.8 percent and they expect 9.7 percent year-over-year growth for the upcoming quarter even though i said management wasn't being transparent when they start to hide those graphs they are kind of owning up to their mistakes somehow they do say that COVID clouded the picture by significantly increasing their growth in 2020 leading them to believe that most of their slowing growth in 2021 was due to covid pull forward so kind of that rubber band effect we saw a huge growth in 2020 and if we go back to previous shareholders letter obviously we can't look at it at this shareholder because they don't have it but we can see 2020 they showed a huge growth they ex- they believe that 2021 was not a result of them having bad services or competition they just believe that they saw a nice amount of growth in 2020 so 2021 was going to be a slow year 2022 unfortunately was expected to go back to normal but it's actually being worse than 2021 and this is the mistake they said they made and they believe that it's because of four main factors working at the moment first is the growth in new countries they're trying to kind of enter new markets and unfortunately some of these new markets that they're entering into the consumers don't have huge kind of connected tvs and tvs are a huge platform where netflix is watched that the second thing is account sharing even even though they have about 222 million paying households they estimate that netflix is being shared with over a hundred million additional households and this is something that they're going to start pushing third is competition over the last three years traditional entertainment companies have kind of really grown into the streaming market but they still show that they have a great amount of share of total us tv time we can see netflix in february of 2022 was about 6.4 percent of total us tv time where some of the other competitors were nowhere near netflix at the moment the final and fourth is macros including kind of sluggish economic growth uh, and economic factors in latin america is one of the biggest reasons that they're seeing kind of a slowdown in latin america regions so now that we know the four issues they kind of share the plan that they're going forward first is they want to continue to focus on quality of their programming and recommendations they also want to double down on the content inside next they want to obviously focus on how to monetize those share households that are sharing devices and this is something that they started testing in different approaches for example in march they introduced two new paid sharing features where current members have the choice to pay for additional households in three markets in latin america they do mention that over the long term much of the growth will come outside of the united states if we take a quick look at their cash flow they do mention a few things and these i want to say are some bullish points first they continue to expect to be free cash flow positive for the full year of 2022 
and beyond so great news there the second thing that they mentioned is during this quarter um, they did complete two acquisitions one for a visual effects company and one for a gaming studio company that had about 125 million impact on cash they do mention that they are on the top end of their gross debt range uh, they expect their top end is about 15 billion they are at about 14.6 billion at the moment and they do have about six billion dollars in cash at the moment but because they do have a nice amount of debt at the moment they kind of slowed down on buybacks and they actually didn't do any repurchase activities during this quarter and i do believe for the upcoming quarters they might not see any form of repurchase either because they want to make sure that they have a healthy healthy capital structure all right so now let's take a quick look at their quarter one results and their quarter two forecasts like we mentioned they kind of saw roughly a 10 percent revenue growth in quarter one of 2022 driven by an eight percent year-over-year increase in average streaming paid members and a two percent increase in the average revenue per members obviously that's because of the increased prices in united states and canada unfortunately paid net additions were a loss of 200,000 users and this is compared to their guidance they were expecting 2.5 million growth this quarter they do mention that the suspension of their services in russia did kind of uh, attribute to this they lost about 700,000 uh, paid subscribers because of that and if they didn't cancel their subscriptions in Russia they would have actually been positive 500,000 new subscribers so that kind of tensions in Europe is affecting the company in the long term they're also seeing soft acquisitions across all regions especially in Europe while these kind of tensions are happening globally for quarter two they expect a loss of about 2 million uh, subscribers which is a huge huge number that's going to be the biggest number ever but at the end of the day they still project revenue growth of approximately 10 percent year over year all right so now my thoughts on netflix so i did a video last quarter i believe and i mentioned that hey this is a company i'm really liking at these prices and one i'm gonna keep on watching unfortunately with today's earnings this is a company that i personally wouldn't purchase at the moment not for any bearish reasons but i do believe there are other companies performing better maybe not in the streaming market but just overall that i would rather focus my money into but i do believe this is a big player that in the near future could turn things around and when they turn things over and when things do turn around uh the price movement on this would be very very positive so i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode take care have a good day and see you next time